Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. America, the mothership has connected from Carolina to Florida, Boston to Florida, Kalamazoo to Waterloo. Wait, are on the air. They listening, DA. Everything we saying, DA. Everything. It's a thirsty Thursday. It's Mraz. It's Bogish. Billy Jacalone and Pat Boyle with us on the other side today. The summer of DA continues here. Uh, I think he might have been at Wrigley Field last night to watch the the Mets lose to the Cubs. Although I didn't see any Instagrams of beef hot dogs. All I've seen is flowers. Yeah, I mean, I've I've bit my tongue long enough on this, Sean. This is day three now. Can someone tell me what's like? I didn't even know this was happening. And then Monday, like, oh, it's yeah, it's me and you tomorrow. And now it's Thursday, and it's still me and you. And now Bilotti's gone. So. Is anybody in charge here? My microphone thing came out of the <laughs> desk. It's crazy. You're half asleep. What is going on here? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I knew DA was taking off, but apparently, I guess he didn't let management know the rest of the staff know. So you had only found out Monday, and then like DA just tell the tell the whole uh, the listener, oh, I'm going to be out Tuesday. I mean, so he's on vacation. He took a vacation. I'm pretty sure he went to Wrigley. Um, but yeah, so you got us the rest of the week. We'll be here again tomorrow, and then we head. Uh, Head for Memorial Day weekend. As as we know, the saying goes, days to burn, folks. And when you have days to burn, why let anybody know? Speaking of that, I'm not coming tomorrow. Yeah? That's it. You got days to burn? I got a day to burn. Tomorrow uh, I'm burning it. I had an approximate arrival at home time of 12.50 after a nice Yankee rain delay and then a batting around 7th by the yeah. Orioles last night. Mm-hmm. So if my voice sounds a little hoarse, understand that I am on probably two and a half hours sleep, I think is conservative, what we will say. I will recap my night at Yankee Stadium at some point. Pat Boyle is with us on the other side. He's already hosted an overnight show locally on WFAN. <laughs> so when we make the jokes about hard hat guys, we are here doing morning radio, two of us on literally no sleep. Well, and Boyle is an actual hard hat guy. He worked overnight. You were being gluttonous with your dad attacking Yankee executives in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, we'll get so into that. You had a fun late night. Boyle's been meandering through calls from random Long Island residents angry about the Mets and Yankees for five hours. And we're going to get to, obviously, the Florida Panthers and Canadian Bacon winning late with Kachuk. Let's see if Patty Boyle in the 9.20 a.m., 6.20 a.m. Pacific block 
comes up with anything good for Canadian bacon. Did you say, uh, Bogues, did you say Sean and his dad were double-teaming Yankee executives? I didn't say double-teaming. Right. Well, there's no NBA game we necessarily have to lead with, but we will get to the Celtics seat. I will just tell you right now. Yes, last night I had, I'm not going to lie, I had a pair of company seats, okay? Company was fortunate enough. I pulled a Schwartz. I had some tickets. Also. I took my dad to the game. Beautiful night until 10 minutes before first pitch when the tarp came on and a monsoon <laughs> hit when it was unexpected at Yankee Stadium last night. So we get club passes, right? So Bob with the cane. Helps. First of all, on the way in, he makes sure to stop, not at the regular store of the team shop, the guy with the beer pong table plopped open to get himself an Anthony Rizzo t-shirt, and he's, he doesn't like fitted hats, had to get the snapback hat. 10 bucks each, 20 bucks. To, to said it was a great deal. He gets, Sounds like yeah, it. Yeah, we got a beer before the game. It was nice. We had a good time. We go to go up uh, like a fancy elevator to a club, and they're holding the elevator up, and who walks in? Yankee executive Randy Levine, who is like a Steinbrenner. He waves a couple of us in. My dad goes in, you know, Thurman Munson t-shirt on, the sweatshirt on. You guys are dressed like grounds crew members. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and he took a shot. Looked over at Randy Levine. So, he says, we're going to DFA Josh Donaldson soon. <laughs> <laughs> As only my dad can. Yes. As only my dad can. Now, is Randy Levine aware of who you are? No. No. We were just, because, you know, regular fans could go up there. You have passes through your tickets to go. And it was like the suite level. But I'm like, Dad, what are you doing? What are you doing? But he liked it. By the way, Yankee executive Randy Levine, mm. DA would hate this, basically wearing like a wrinkled Old Navy button-down and jeans. No suit. And he is he's the most important non-Steinbrenner, is he not? Correct. Okay. Correct. So we had that last night. Yeah, but so, I get it. Those are two businessmen. Your dad has a burgeoning bar, you know, monopoly of Long Island, and Randy Levine runs the Yankees. Yes. They have their they they live in similar circles. Yes. And we will get to plenty more from the rest of the night. Plus, I don't understand how my dad doesn't use a bathroom once from the time we leave the house <laughs> until the time we get home. Is your dad like this? Is Bob Bocas so, like this? He's the opposite of you. You okay. can't stop going, and your dad doesn't yeah. go at all. I actually got into an argument with him before we got in the car. I said, Dad, the time we left my house at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it is now midnight, okay? We sat through a rain delay and everything. You didn't use a bathroom once. <laughs> Are you wearing a diaper? I don't understand. Right. And if I'm being respectful of your dad, he's not eating a handful of peanuts and drinking water this whole time. No, look, he's not a fat slob like me, but last night we had uh, meatloaf burgers from a LaBelle Steakhouse mm. stand, uh, and we split, like, this chicken finger, chicken and Pete's crab fry bucket. Right. Yeah, and, and a he, couple of beers, and right? A couple of beers. You should urinate. At least that. And yes. he did not. He no, did not. My, so my, to answer your question, my dad is more of a, a sleeper than a bathroom guy. He would have nodded off somewhere like the sixth no. of that game. My dad did not nod off, but I got this when the tarp was on, and it got to like a half an hour into the rain delay. So it figured 7.30. Now, remember, these pace of play games. Right. Put it this way. The Yankee game was in the second inning, and you saw a bunch of finals from all the games that started at 7 o'clock. That's how quick the games Love usually it. are. My dad uttered these words a half an hour into the rain delay. Jeez, time we going to get home tonight. I'm the one on a microphone at 6 a.m. The earliest he may have to wake up is for some toast and prices right at 11. <laughs> <laughs> but was very concerned. Very concerned. But we had a nice night. We did have a nice night. Yankees lost. We'll get to more of that throughout the night, including, uh, as I tweeted, listen, a big issue with the ice cream game now uh -oh. at baseball stadiums. A big issue. But tonight... Somebody out there might be taking their dad to a memorable moment in Boston. The series is 3-1. We head back to the lucky leprechaun building. Will the Celtics begin to conjure memories of the 2004 Red Sox? Meaning, is tonight, despite a game six back at home, 
a can't lose for the Miami Heat. It's where we begin. It's your cold open. Now we just got to go in another one. It's all that matters. You know, we take it one game at a time. You know, we understand, you know, um, the, the odds are stacked against us. But uh, we're a team that, that believes in us no matter what, and we just got to keep going, and all that matters is the next game. The way it's been the majority of the season, um, and so I think that that's important. And then just have an understanding is, like, uh, we can't relax. Um, you know, we have to keep the same level of intensity, uh, the same mindset, same focus for the next game. You know, desperate. Uh, like I said, the back is, backs are against the wall, so, you know, they're going to play desperate. They're going to try to figure out ways to, <clears throat> you know, to disrupt our, our our game flow, but you know the biggest thing about us, we you know we got to retaliate. If anything, it'll build momentum for us, knowing that we have to play with a lot more energy, and um, you know we got to play like our backs are against the wall. Um, but I, I think all year long we've been better and ready to do things the hard way. You know we always said the last one to get is is the hardest one to get, and now we got we got to finish business in Boston. Amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. All right, those voices you heard, Marcus Smart, Joe Mazzula, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and just Bam, no last name there, according to my cut sheet. All right, here we go to Boston. We go tonight, a game number five. Marcus Smart said it. We, we talked about this yesterday. Don't let us get one. Don't let us get one. Well, they got one. Now they come back home. Look, in past NBA series, when this situation has arose, the team that has led 3-0 is 150 and nothing. In fact, only three times, I believe, Bogus, you were the one that said this, has the series got to a Game 7. Even getting a Game 6 is hard in the NBA yes. in this scenario. But something interesting happened over the last 24 hours. Not that I'm telling you guys all to go out and bet on the series, but almost an absurd bad price if you wanted to bet the Celtics. A plus 250 euros in the books. Plus 250 on the Celtics to win the series. Now, they're down 3-1 now, trying to accomplish something nobody in NBA history has ever done. But yet the odds makers seem to be trying to protect themselves a little bit, which tells you, man, are we live here? Are we really live like we highlighted yesterday? And if we are, it's not as if the Miami Heat have a true home court advantage where you go there and the crowd is rocking. I mean, let's be honest. Mike McDaniel's there in sweatpants firing up a crowd before a game. It's not exactly like walking into Old Oracle. So I know they will get the protection of a Game 6 at home, and then anything can happen in Game 7. So there's plenty of wiggle room in theory. But, folks, you don't want to start feeling the pressure and hearing the whispers of, are you really going to blow a 3-0 lead? Meaning, did he have to finish this off tonight? Is this a can't lose? It's a fair question. And I feel like this is maybe the scenario best designed for our gotta-have-it-can't-lose you yeah. should win this scale. Because it's definitely I, a must win for the Celtics. No doubt about that. That's the easy part of it. It's how do we put the label, which label on the heat for this game five in Boston with game six back in their building. I'm going to trust Jimmy Butler. I'm going to trust Eric Spolstra. I'm going to trust the Miami crowd as limited as it may be. Those three focal points combined, I can't call this one tonight. I can't call it a can't lose. It's a nice-to-have game to me for the Heat. A nice-to-have. <laughs> yeah, but they'd be okay. Nice-to-have. Generally speaking, they'd be okay going back home for game six on Saturday. <sighs> a nice-to-have 
Game 5. Okay, well, if that's the case, would Game 6 be a can't-lose for the Miami Heat? Absolutely. Can't be in a Game 7 back in Boston having lost three games in a row. So we, we make a big jump, almost a historic jump. Nice to have it to can't-lose. You don't normally go from from that one to the next one in one game's time, but that's how fast this would turn with a Celtic win tonight. All right, so we'll go around the room here. Bogus is declaring Game 5 a nice-to-have-it moment for the Heat. I'm going to declare it a gotta-have-it. I don't think you must win it. I don't think you can't lose it. But you got to kind of have it, don't you? Boyle, what is this? Well, can we look at it from the Celtics' perspective? We've already decided already, that. It's, it's a, a must-win. Must it's win, a must-win. Yeah. So for the Heat, Game 6, full agreement with Bogus. Game 6 is a can't-lose. Game 5 tonight in Boston, up 3-1. to one. What are the options outside of nice-to-have and gotta-have? It's can't lose or must win. You got to pick four, one of the four. I'm going to say it's a must win then because game six is a can't lose. So they must win tonight. Must win tonight. Can't lose game so six. So it's a must win game for both teams tonight. <laughs> I hate your terminology with this. <laughs> for me, can't lose is the worst case scenario. You can't lose. They can't lose game six. Okay. But I also don't think they must win game five. Well, then, is it just simply a gotta-have-it or a nice-to-have-it? Uh, I would say it's a, it's a gotta-have-it. All right. So you're with me, then, in the end. Billy, is it a gotta-have-it, nice-to-have-it, can't lose, or a must-win tonight for the Heat? I think th- for the Heat is a, <clears throat> excuse me, nice-to-have-it. A nice-to-have-it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a nice-to-have-it, yeah. Yep. All right. right. So we got two nice-to-have-its, two gotta-have-its, and that's your poll question today. ha. <laughs> Is tonight for what is tonight for the Heat? A must win, a can't lose, a nice to have it, or a gotta have it? <laughs> All right. Well, you flipped it. It's it's must win, can't lose, gotta have it, nice to have it. Yeah. Nice to have it's the least. That's like DefCon one or five. We've we've done this before too. Yeah. Where you start on the DefCon list, but that's the least dangerous scenario. A but, nice to have. Nice by the to way, have. Shawnee, if you think about it, the odds for the Celtics plus two fifty to win the series. It doesn't sound that insane if you think about it. What, it does. It's 150. It's never no, happened. No, but I know. But if you calculate, if you do, I got a parlay calculator built up here. On the winning the next couple games? Correct. So tonight they're what? Minus 460 on the money line or minus 400? I didn't look at tonight's spread. I don't think they're, they're, getting, they're, they're laying seven and a half. I saw way, that. I will be taking the heat with the points tonight. You're going to take the heat? With the points. I'm not, I'm not taking the money line. That's a lot of points for the series. Okay. Don't you think that's what Vegas wants you to do is take the points of Miami? Uh, yes, they also wanted you to take the points with Miami in game two, and you did, and you won. Correct. All right, so tonight, oh, Boston's actually only minus 305. So they're minus 305 as an eight-point favorite. By the way, for those who don't understand gambling, that means to win $100, you have to bet 305 up. Exactly. You have to yeah. bet three times just to get one in yeah. one back. Okay, so let's say they win. Game six going back to Miami. In game three, they were a four-and-a-half-point favorite, which is about minus 150. Yep. Game five, though, they were plus 100. They were even. It was basically a pick on Miami. was a one-point favorite. If Boston wins two in a row and gets back to Miami game six, I can almost assure you Boston is going to be a small favorite in that one. Let's say minus 135. That's about a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I, so, Pat, not to throw too many numbers on you, I get what you're saying. The more, Every game Boston wins, they will continue to be favorites. So Correct. And, but the if, and it goes back. If, they're, if they go back to game seven, they're going to be minus basically 400 favorites. You calculate those three. That's only plus 188 odds if you parlay those three results. So I get what you're saying. If you just parlay those three results, you're getting you're getting a more a better number at plus. 50. But I think this is one of those rare things in gambling, in the gambling world, where 
you have to almost not look at it at an individual game basis and just think about the historical aspect. I hear you. If you're betting on something that has never happened in the history of the league, you should be getting better odds than plus 250 overall. Well, I mean, again. Which means you're not, which tells you the books think this is very live to happen. And how many times do you do you say to yourself, wow, I can't believe I'm getting these odds? Yeah. I wouldn't be saying that now. I wouldn't. I don't think two. I think two fifty is not a good enough price for me to get back. Either one of you guys know what the number was before Game Four to better them to rally from three zero down. It's a good question. My guess is it probably was like plus six fifty or something like that. Well, if I add these three plus, oh, they God. were Jeez, plus we're doing 100 the math. I mean, enough. They Nobody were probably plus six hundred, plus six hundred, yeah, plus seven hundred. Right. That was riveting. What do you it, mean it was riveting? It, I'm giving you like the calculated I know. of what it should be versus what it is. I know. You're right. It's nice to have. You don't got to have it. It's a nice to have it. Yes. Yeah. That 855-212-4227. The number again is 855-212-4CBS. Uh, also, I know we were going to touch on this in Canadian bacon, but I do think hockey is worthy of a conversation for a minute or two. What an unbelievable four-game series the Easter Conference Final was. And I think hockey, if you don't care, you don't care, and that's fine. Uh, I understand. If you didn't grow up watching hockey and it's too hard for the puck to fly, I've heard all the arguments. But hockey, I think, last night again proved they are the rare sport where a four- or five-game series could be thrilling. Whereas we were talking about, you know, was Denver Lakers really that thrilling in a sweep? You had a four-overtime game, yeah. an overtime game, and last night— And a one-nothing game. A one-nothing game. And last night, the Florida Panthers punched their first trip to a Stanley Cup since 1996 with a goal with 4.7 seconds left. And that goal is scored by Matthew Kachuk— who scored the four-overtime winner and the game winner in overtime, scores this one with 4.7 seconds left. And last year, the Florida Panthers were the President's Trophy winners, the best record in hockey. They lose and get eliminated. Their big deadline, I mean, their big offseason move, stealing their star, Jonathan Huberdeau, and acquiring Matthew Kachuk, who a year later, the Panthers don't have as good a regular season. They're the last team in the Eastern Conference as an eight-seed they make the Stanley Cup because their acquired four superstar scores three unbelievable goals on the Florida freaking Panthers. The last team in that beat the Boston Bruins are in the Stanley Cup. The three game winners and the primary assist on the only goal in the one yeah. nothing game. Three. Incredible. Just incredible. And guaranteed that we're going to come back from 3-1 against Boston in the first round. So to put that in context, imagine your team in any sport having the best record in the sport, being so agitated, trying to figure out what they're going to do in the offseason, and they decide they're going to trade the best player. They, they trade the best player on the team that just had the best record, and they acquire another good, really good player, star player. And then that star player has you in a regular season that's not nearly as good. You get in as the last team in, but then it's the hero that gets you to a Stanley Cup. I mean, that's pretty freaking incredible. It's remarkable. And they only got in, not, not even just like getting in by themselves, they needed... The terrible Chicago team yes. to beat Pittsburgh, who yes. was fighting for their playoff life, too. They were ahead of the Panthers, second to last game of the season. Chicago blitzed them, Penguins out, Panthers in. So the Blackhawks have their hands on this as well. Uh, but Matthew Kachuk has been just yeah. just ridiculous. So to put it in context, right, um, the Celt, the Cel- no, you know what, the Bucks are a perfect example of this. Let's say the Bucks were to trade Giannis this offseason. He's their best player, Okay. And they trade him to the Cavs for Donovan Mitchell. I think this is the best way I could compare yeah. this. 
Then the Bucs next year in the play and become the eight seed in the NBA playoffs. Then they steamroll a historically great, let's say, Celtic team in the first round. They get through round two, and in round three, the conference final, they sweep, and they hit essentially three buzzer beaters all by Donovan Mitchell to right. make the NBA finals. That is what just happened with the Florida Panthers. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And they will, of course, await the winner of the Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars. You could get two sweeps. But by the way, the NHL won't sit around and wait nine days to start their Stanley Cup. They'll give it a couple days and get things moving. All right, when we come back, your best audio of the day, including some moment from After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We were all here early, took part in her annual Chubby Bunny contest. At least me and Pat Boyle did. Who would be the winner? How would it unfold? We'll clip that if you missed it. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, and we see your calls coming in at 855-2124-227. And we're going to say 855-2124-CBS. We'll get to them in just a moment, but first, Soundcheck. Kyrie Irving on his Instagram says, keep my mother bleeping name at your mother bleeping mouth. Stop mentioning me on Twitter. All y'all fan bases, stop mentioning me right now, please. It is still the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. Like, Uh. excuse me, Denver's (laughs) going to the finals. We're still waiting for Boston and Miami. Can y'all please leave me the out of this? Please, can I just be with my family in peace? Y'all got 
people at my dinner table discussing what my free agency plans are. <laughs> stop that. Y'all think it's funny, shit, but please stop that. I, like, I actually like having peace of mind when I'm at the crib, all right? Like, I, I see all y'all ads. I, I see all y'all mentions. Okay, I said it. I see all y'all stuff y'all be saying. I see uh, all y'all families. I get it. I get it. I'm just as excited as y'all are. Uh, but you got to chill, though. You got to chill, though. Come on. Like, we can have some fun with it. But, like, the, the love is, is, is already there, right? The message is spread. I appreciate your ancestral run. Thank you for being tapped in. Oh. Um, and I appreciate all y'all for tuning in. But please, all y'all fan bases, like, stop mentioning me just for like the next month or two or three. Whenever I make my decisions, please stop mentioning me. I mean, first of all, whenever I make it, so how about the teams? We, are we even sure how many teams are going on a bidding war? And have I seen anybody other than the we talk about the Lakers with LeBron? Who are these fan bases mentioning this? He wants this so bad. He was. He's been at multiple Laker games with everyone knowing that. We assume LeBron wants him yeah. to be there, that he might want to be there. Now he's on Instagram asking you to watch him tell you to stop talking about him while he's talking about him. Let you know the secret that he sees all your mentions, which is probably going to fuel people to write more things. Like, oh, now Kyrie's reading this stuff. He could have just been quiet. And... He mentions his dinner table. If his mom or his aunt or his right. siblings are asking him questions about this, that's not on me. Right. Don't make an Instagram telling everybody else your dinner table. Right. I tell you, Kai reeks. Thanks, Sean. Uh, I opened the show with this question. I'll ask it again. What is going on around here? Is anyone in charge? We had last week Ryan Hickey reviewing peanut butter snacks. Yep. And now we've gone even further. Up, down, sideways, I don't know. This is Hickey in the shower. This is a bit on the Gelb show. It's called All Shower, No Cap. I Again, no, what Andrew is Kaplan? going on around here? Okay. Welcome into a brand new segment debuting right here called Shower, No Cap. Like most people, my best thoughts come in the shower, so I figured, let's just go give them to you right now. Why wait any longer? One of my thoughts, for today at least, is this. Why is there momentum for the Celtics after avoiding the sweep in Miami yesterday? Like, if you are someone right now that believes all of a sudden the Celtics are a dangerous team in the Eastern Conference Finals and the Heat should be worried, why? Why? I don't see it. This is no big deal whatsoever if you are Miami. And honestly, if you're the Heat, you got to feel good going into game number five. No big deal. Why is he in the shower? And there's a video of this. He's filming himself shirtless in the shower, water yeah. running, doing this. Ryan Hickey's a sex symbol, man. Uh, you, you can't stop him once he gets on the road. So, counterpoint. I like the bit. You do? I think there's an idea there. In the shower, shower thoughts. I kind of like the bit. Here's the problem. Ryan Hickey was a sex symbol. Was a heart Robert CBS Sports Radio. Until you realize that he oddly has unproportionally patched chest hair. Now that we've learned. That's his, your takeaway. His upper right chest hair rides up a little bit. It does, it's not even on the left. He just looks a little odd. And he goes plaid shower curtain. I find that a little troubling as well. So I think the mm. idea about having takes in the shower is kind of a funny one. It's kind of original. But if you're going to do that, it becomes a little too revealing for me. Now, are you a chest shaver? We, I know your back, you got to shave. We have to, yeah. you have to shave your yep. chest. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know. No. Pop it up. I walked hey, into that. That's like a baby's ass. 
<laughs> it's actually like baby prickly. I need, I need a refresher. So is it possible that Hickey doesn't shave his chest, and that's why things are un perhaps even at the top? Perhaps. Yeah, mine's very even, although I, I, uh, I shave. Yeah, maybe that is right. But you know what? I got news for you. If his best takes are having in the shower, doesn't say much about that overnight show, huh? Look out. Wow. Uh, just if I may for a second. Billy liked that one. Yeah. <laughs> Intervene. <laughs> I got to always tell when I got Billy on a good laugh. This connected to our third clip. Because um, Serta just took the microphone cover that I think Boyle spit marshmallow chunks yeah. on. So I wouldn't, I'd stop touching that. And I wouldn't talk into it. Pewter's in here. Where are they? That's a fair question. Oh, they removed all the desktops yesterday. So we don't. Have no, to... it's here on the floor. Because again, what's going on around here? We ridiculous. our computer is literally laying on the floor. So don't you need the computer to do an update, Caserta? He he does. It would be nice to have it. Billy's gonna play my sound on this one, and then I'll, you know, I'll rig the desktop up again. <sighs> but you know, why would we need computers for a radio show? That, those were probably moved for the Chubby Bunny competition. The disrespect. All right, we'll get to that after the sound check. About Chubby Bunny. So Chubby Bunny. For those who don't know what a Chubby Bunny is, no, it's not me with ears. <laughs> the Chubby Bunny. Bum, 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 the, chub, the Chubby Bunny is when you, by the way, I love the pizza. I could just have as many puns as I want without Jonathan D'Souza here. Morty D'Souza. Morty. We'll discuss this, Billy, in the break. Don't worry. When we... When you take marshmallows and you put them in your mouth, or it's like a contest, put a marshmallow in your mouth, say Chubby Bunny. Then, you know, you keep putting a marshmallow, and the last one standing with the most marshmallows in their mouth wins. So this morning... And then it can clearly still say Chubby, chubby Bunny. Yes. Last year, I think I ate four. It's not eating, it's chewing. I put four in my mouth. James Bocchioni won with six and a half. This year, Patty Boyle got into the contest. Billy Jacqueline filmed it at some point. It's going to be on, I guess, the After Hours page. Bogus emceed it. This all happened a little over an hour ago. Well, here we go. Here's some uh, some of the highlights. Seven <laughs> seems to take an Don't adjustment. Don't laugh, Jay. Don't laugh. If you laugh, you'll lose it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. Three, two, one. Chelsea, Bunny. Wow. <laughs> oh. Amy, you gotta Jay, judge you gotta that try, one for Jay, me. Jay, you gotta try again. Oh, Jay, you gotta try <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Is everybody out? Ah! I Sean. can't see Sean. Is Sean dying? Hey, Hopefully. Medic. Oh. Medic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'll do an eight. No, no. Don't make Pat laugh. I'll do an eight. Something. Something. Wow. Wow. <laughs> can you three please? Time. Wait, can you please? No. Can you please stop now before you throw up? Oh. You can't stop now. He's got to go for history. One I'm more. Oh, no. Last year, though, I got seven in my mouth. There's no white stuff on his face. Uh, he just put. <laughs> so that's how we close. That's how we close. Oh, Wait. So Pat Boyle wins the Chubby Bunny because he wins at everything. We'll hand, we'll clap yeah. up for Pat Boyle. Bravo. He's the CBS Sports Radio champion at stuffing marshmallows in his mouth and, as Amy said, not having white stuff left over on his face. And as a gentleman, he left out my line where I said another thing that Boyle is better at than Sean. Yeah. Now First here's Canadian the thing. Bacon, now this. This is an incredible year for Chubby Bunny. The record was 10. <laughs> Boyle 
clearly got to 10, was able to get 11 in his mouth before yakking. Which officially goes down as 10 and a half. Right, 10 and a half. So he is the record holder of the chubby bunny. With the hook. Uh, James Bacioni won last year for just in context six and a half. James and I got to seven full ones before yakking. So we even beat our own record. So all three of us would have won last year's chubby bunny. Amy got to four or five? Amy's five. had a personal high of five. Five. So it was a good year. Yes. Billy filmed it all uh, on some kind of iPad. I'm sure it'll be out at some point. But a nice, fun, annual retreat, let's say. Uh, and by the way, thanks again to that Yankee rain delay last night. Another thing I had to wake up extra early for to get into was the stuffed marshmallows in my mouth. Well, so I did want to debate that. You were earlier than you normally are, but you probably were still on time on what it should be. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. 855-212-4276. That number again is 855-212-4CBS. Hey, how about Chris in California? Chris, you're on CBS Sports Radio. How are you? Hey, guys, I'm doing well. How about you guys? You're cracking me up, man. I appreciate it, Chris. How about you crack us up? What's up? <laughs> well, you know, I was out with uh, JR a couple nights ago, and I was telling him uh, I got a five-year-old step-granddaughter. You know, she's 100% Indonesian. My wife's Indonesian. Yep. Obviously, her biological granddaughter. Anyway, uh, she's a big Joker fan. I showed her the Joker highlight package about three three months ago. Just, you know, 10 top players. To be fair, you're talking about Nicola, not Heath Ledger, right? Right, right. Okay. Right. The Joker, yeah. yeah. Denver Nuggets, the Joker. Yeah, anyway, so going to the Western Conference Finals, I'm like, hey, Clary, check this out. I'll take LeBron, and you got Joker. And she's like, okay, a buck on every game. I'm like, well, okay, cool. She swept me. <laughs> She's five years old. She's five years old. She just wants to joke her life. But get this. She didn't win four bucks. She won six. Why? Because going into game four, she's like, she called me up. You know, it's just family situation right now. You know, we're just talking on the phone. And she calls me up. She's like, hey, Grandpa, I'm going to give you a shot on game four, double or nothing. A five-year-old hassling <laughs> you double or nothing? That's exactly what she said, man. That was her offer. You know, my my, my wife called me, and she's like, here, Clary has a question for you. So I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, come on, man. So now, you know, I hate the Boston Celtics, right? Now, this is a nightmare, man. So it's 3-1 right now, right? Yeah. Miami. Clary, is, her exact words were on the phone today, the Celtics will come back. From an 0-3 deficit, be the first team in NBA history to do that. She what knows. kid is going to say come back from an 0-3 deficit five years old? So you she's, think, all right, so you think she's the whisperer. She's like that octopus that picks Super Bowl winners. <laughs> yeah, but it's more than that. She's like scaring the hell out of me, man. Well, I would say, you know, if there was any thoughts on gambling being an issue in the country, the fact that a five-year-old knows yeah. double or nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's a better gambler than me already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've had gambling issues. I've done real well, too. You know, um, well, let me ask yeah, well, you something, Chris. Forget yeah. the gambling issues for a second. He said you uh, yeah. were talking to Jr. a couple nights ago. What do you think right. of the Jr. Shep dynamic? Uh, I, I, those guys are—it's top tier, man. I mean, it's uh, Jr. You know, I was driving down the street about three, four years ago in uh, Northern California. Uh huh. And, and I heard the dude. And like, well, first of all, there's a New Yorker. You know, the three, three, three second hearing test. Yeah. And then he, he lives in Atlanta. Like Sounds like a young cat. And on his show, it's amazing. He never talks about himself. But I've got a pretty good feel for people. I can see that guy in the, in the playgrounds, like, whipping some ass on the courts. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 feel, I, I feel the guy. You know what I mean? So what about Shep, though? What do you think of him? I think he's, he's, he's totally <laughs> who is Shep? <laughs> is that <laughs> That's the correct answer. You don't know who Shep is? is? He's the other voice you hear on that show all the time? Is 
he's the producer, right? The guy who answers the phone? Yeah. Do you think he's, what do you think? He's got a oh, knack for the business or not? Oh, he is, like I said, top tier, man. Hey, I used to call wow. Mad Dog Russo when he was a weekend guy on WMCA, 87, 88, right? Uh-huh. And he, had, he had a producer by the name of Frank Porco. Porco. And I just, Frank like, Porco. I just, nice. I just mystically heard a couple of years, about a year ago that he passed away. I mean, uh-huh. I, I, I don't even know how I heard it. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. It just like popped up somewhere. If you ask Mad Dog Russo, hey, who was your producer of WM when you were the weekend clown? Frank Porco. Frank Porco. <laughs> yeah. And those guys came over to the Alpine and met me after a show. I called them up. We used to talk like uh, Russo used to tell me that Burr is the greatest player of all time. This is in like 87. At your cabin? No, I, I would call him from my apartment in New oh, York. Your apartment. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, also called him from work one time. I worked at 745 Fifth oh. Avenue. And he's 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 over there on Sixth Avenue at WMCA. So you call so him like across the street. Yeah. So I you know I got off at like six. They got and off. And Frank seven, would so answer I, the phones. Right. And I'm like, hey Frank, what are you guys doing after the show? And so let me ask you something so cool. before that yeah. before the hanging out thing. Do you, who do you think was a better producer, Shep or Frank Porkroll? That's a tough question, man. I can't answer it right now. Don't ask all the tough ones. <laughs> all right. Chef, now one more I've thing. Just, I've only I've only experienced Chef for a short period of time. So he's how often do you listen to Jr. Real quickly. Every night. So oh. what do you think when Chef's out? What do you think of Jack Stern? Jack Stern. Yeah, he's the guy. Be like, Not familiar. No. He'd be like, Chris in California. <laughs> what would you like to say? That guy? <laughs> oh, dude, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm getting to know you guys. Huh? You're cracking me up with all this analytical plus. I mean, it's, it's hilarious. But Clary is tripping me out. Because, you know, hey, man, I don't want to get too personal or anything. But, like, I had a great 20-year relationship with my wife and, and my stepson. Or, you know. Wow, and, like, and that uh, led to the family problems with your five-year-old uh, granddaughter gambling. Yeah, well, you know, I was gambling out of control. I was going to Reno, like you know, ah. every other every other week. I was going to Reno, in but, America. It, but, but hey, hey, I was getting comped. I'm having fun. I'm not losing a lot of money. No, I, and I'm then, Chris. Chris, I'm hey, sorry, you're smoking weed. You're smoking weed when you're in Reno too. I bet, right? I mean, come on. So all of a sudden, yeah. flipped on me, and yeah. now my grand, my grand, my step granddaughter, 100 percent Indonesian. I love her to death. She's like my granddaughter. Glad we got I, our ethnicity again, again. <laughs> the 19 year old James Miracle. That's his middle name, Miracle. I raised the kid. Oh. I taught him how to. I well, Chris, him how to ride listen, a we're going to be up against the break, though. I do have to let you go. I'll put you on hold. Hey, you can I'm talk sorry, to our producer man. Billy and tell him your life story. Okay. Just watch it. Watch out for the Celtics, man. All right. Okay. Thank I'll, you, man. I'll get back to you on that one. All I'll right. get back to you on that. Sounds good. Enjoy, Shep. Later. There you have Chris in California. <laughs> we could do we could do a whole hour on that, dude. I think I we just did a whole hour on that. I don't even need to do an update now. This is great. <laughs> you well, can do an update now. I think you should try. All right, I'm gonna get uh, just very brief here. Uh, this first report is brought to you by HelloFresh. Shake up dinner time with HelloFresh with 40 weekly recipe options. There's always something new to try. Get 16 free meals plus free shipping with code. Code skate16 at hellofresh.com slash skate16. I need to go to bed. What is going on? Yeah, man. Cream freeze, cafeteria freeze. Everyone's hearing this, right? What are you doing? What was that? Randy Randy Marsh on South Park. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. What's the context? 
Hey, Emilio! <laughs> was there a setup for that? Yeah, so Hello Fresh, and he did a show. He did a cafeteria show called Cafeteria Fresh. <laughs> You're doing that for sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> so the Panthers... <laughs> The Panthers are. I'll get blamed if the show's off the rails, by the way. <laughs> the Panthers are for reals, yo. I've been on the bandwagon since the Rangers broke our hearts. Plus, my cousin is a season ticket holder, so I'd love to go down for a game. We just had somebody else give us our life story. We don't need yours. <laughs> and now they are only four wins away from the Stanley Cup after another thrilling win last night over Carolina. Reinhardt in the circle. Oh, Shot! Good. And it's fought off by Anderson. Barkov right circle. Down to the goal line. Kachuk in front of Shot. He scores! He scores! He scores! Matthew Kachuk! A power play goal! It's 4-3 Panthers with 4.3 seconds to go in regulation time. Doug Plagan's calling another Matthew Kachuk game winner on Panthers Radio. His third of the series pushed the Panthers through with a sweep for the franchise's first trip to the Stanley Cup final since 1996. Wow. Who's your Conn Smythe winner if they take it home? Would it be Kachuk or goalie Sergei Bobrovsky? I think now it has to be Kachuk, I think, after the series. We haven't had a Bobrovsky conversation. This is perfect for the show. Did you guys read that he loses like 15 pounds yep. a game? Really? Yeah, the sweat. But I don't understand how he gains it back fast enough. Beer. He should be at zero pounds by now. He's a big beer drinker. He just pounds beers on his off day? Stoli won. Yeah, after yeah. the game. He's renowned for being a big beer guy. So he oh, just wow. drinks it right back on his frame. Yeah, they were, for a while they were calling beers Bobrovsky's in Columbus when That's he was cool. with the Blue Jackets. Seems healthy. Yes. And since we have to wrap it up, the Western Conference Finals continue tonight with the Golden Knights going for the sweep in Dallas. Must win or can't lose for Dallas. I uh, mean, it's got to be a can't lose. Yeah, you can't lose that game. Boyle? Can't lose. Billy? I I don't know. I mean, I get <laughs> 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 All right, when we come back, are we ready to embrace the A's as a Vegas team? The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. I admit that they're wrong a lot. Why admit it now? No. DA on CBS Sports Radio. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. By the way, the show has already been off the rails in the first two segments. You can go back and listen uh, everywhere podcasts are available. Of course, free on the Odyssey app. I've been already alerted by an awake DA on vacation. Maybe to reset some order, he's going to be joining us at 8.20 a.m. Eastern, 5.20 a.m. Pacific. I don't know. I don't know if we're in trouble. I, I didn't do anything today. I showed up. I walked in. There were marshmallows flying. Jack was yelling at your dad. So... Yeah, Jack was not happy with my dad telling Randy Levine, you know, we should be cutting uh, Josh Donaldson. Anyway, yeah, so DA now, I don't know if we're in trouble. Should we be scared? I th- You should be probably. 8.20 a.m. Eastern. Great. Think about what's happened in the first 50 minutes. A lot. But you know what else is happening? The A's are going to Vegas. Yesterday... Is that where D.A. is? Is he, is he in Oakland campaigning oh, for maybe, the A's? Oh, maybe, maybe. He might be. He's chaining himself he for the might, Coliseum. He might yeah. be picket, fe- picket fencing. Picket fencing? Yeah. Picket signing? Not D.A. D.A.'s. The A's. <laughs> How about that? Oh! I stumbled into that one. Is that so? Uh, the A's have re- received a tentative public finance deal from Nevada. So it looks like this is going to happen, what, on the site of the old Tropicana? Right. So this now looks like with this tentative deal, once and for all, it is going to happen. 
So there are two parts of this. Obviously, I sympathize with the diehard, true Oakland A's fans that will be losing their team from the Bay Area. Unfortunately, your ownership absolutely sucks, which I completely agree with DA and his screed against Oakland ownership. Unfortunately, though, this is nothing new, and the A's have not drawn for a really long time. The other side of this is, in our, you know, basically knock on making the A's, you know, an Oakland-only team, kind of the Padres became, I do think there should be two sides to the show. And the other part of this is, man, Vegas, for as much as everybody calls it, and it is, it's a great travel city, it's a great vacation city. There's a lot of good diehard sports fans that it's way different than it was 20 years ago that are living there. Your blackjack dealers, uh, you know, all. I mean, think about how many jobs are in that city. People live there. Yeah. Forget the 40 size TV market, and they have now proven with the Golden Knights and the couple years with the Raiders. And I don't want to hear that it's only all road fans. That night crowd is as loud a hockey crowd as you can have, and the Raiders did pretty damn good with Raider fans last year. I think that for the good of baseball, which is blossoming now again. Thanks to these, you know, pace of play rules and everything else, I think a refreshing franchise and a market that is going to absolutely support them. Ultimately, while it might suck for the people in Oakland, I think this is going to be a good thing for baseball. Probably, but the the frustration now is, and maybe we have more time to do this later in the show, is that the deal that they are taking the A's in Las Vegas is no better, and probably in certain ways worse than what they could have had in Oakland. True. Except for the fact that it's Vegas. Right, but you'd think they are leaving for baseball paradise, and they're not necessarily getting that in Vegas. Yeah. Right, we come back. Lamar Jackson revealing the Ravens' plans in May? It's the DA Show, CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.